I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking bottle Take a stand. Bitches leave. Welcome back to the only place where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV with your hosts, Ryan Ankner and myself, Scott Evil. Ryan, how do you do? Uh, I'm doing good, man. What's happening, Hoops? I mean, I'm wearing my Hubie Halloween shirt that I got in the mail the other day. Saving this for an on-air reveal. It says... If you can read this, you're in the fart range. You're in fart range. Yes. Ah, that's very funny. And that says Hubie Halloween on the back. I'd like to thank... I got this for free through Twitter. I wish I remembered who Twitter. was responsible. I think someone in the night openings bug main universe is responsible for this. So I'd like to thank everyone over at that camp. Good for them. For sending me this new garment that I'll probably wear for four days say, in a row. You'll be wearing it probably forever. Yes. I love it. Hubie. Have a jou. What's, uh, what's in the news? I mean, we got... I got a good one off the top. Hit me. It's a friend of the show. Oh. What's up? This is Zachary Ty Bryan from <laughs> This Bowl friend of the show. You're listening to Enough, the podcast. Okay. Wow, that was uh, ZTB. Yeah, what happened with him was I guess he was arrested for choking his girlfriend unconscious. Wow. And beating her up. That is, you hate to see that from a, you do. a home improvement cast member. Especially <clears throat> one that I paid $30 to do a cameo <laughs> mere weeks ago. Yeah, we thought he was like an upstanding citizen who could be a spokesperson for this uh, program here. I'm going to request another cameo with an apology. Ooh. ZTB saying like, I'm sorry that I humiliated the show and I made you guys look bad and I dragged the enough name in the muck. Yeah. Some Nothing mu- to do with actually hurting the woman because that to me that's between them. But for him to, you know, debase the show is what bothers me. Yeah. It's disgusting. We won't stand for it. No. I saw someone no. online being like, do you think he'll get tried as a, a juvenile because of, uh, like, in the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, he was, like, playing a high schooler when he was, like, 29 years old? I don't know. I'm butchering their bid, but it was no, fun. No, that's funny. I like that. <laughs> it was good. ZTB, we hope you, uh, you know, clean up your act. Agreed, yeah. Also, off the top, in show news, our producer, Sam, is engaged to his uh, lovely girlfriend, and wow. we are very, very proud and happy for you, love buddy. It. We love you. That's huge. And COVID-19 is a scam. COVID-19 is a scam, so feel free to have as many people at your wedding as you desire. Yes. Maybe we'll do a live pod at the wedding. Sure. I'm sure that would go over probably without a hitch. Yeah. That sounds like something people would want. Of course. And enjoy. And I'm sorry to start things off with an obit this week, but we got to talk about good old Quibi. <laughs> Love that. I don't know if you're aware, if you've listened to the show before, you've probably heard us talk about the fucked up 
garbage app that people spent $1.75 billion on all the content and creation of. It had a hell of a run. It started in 2020 and is now dead in the same calendar year. About seven months later, they are shutting down Quibi. You can't, uh, you won't be able to use it soon. And all the content on the site is just... What about the people that paid for Quibi? <laughs> yeah, Where does their money go? Do they get their money back? Yeah, if they had like a lifetime uh, mm. subscription. I don't know. There's definitely people who were like paid up through the year. They were all ready for this to be a hit. This uh, this is just ridiculous. And yeah, like all the content, they're like, we don't know. It might end up somewhere, but... Oh, you feel all kind those of, Quibi originals just... Yeah, all these people who thought they uh, had a gig on this fun new like hip service. And it's just like, oh, we're having like the shortest run imaginable. How they didn't see the writing on the wall for Quibi's demise is beyond me. Yeah. It's the dumbest concept imaginable. Can I get like some gobbles, like a 21 turkey salute sure. in honor of Quibi in this moment? Because it really... That's two. Should I do 19 more? Yes, please. <laughs> so yeah, like if you want to watch Die Hard or any of the other hot programs they got on Quibi, you got to act fast. And I'm going to remind people... They spent $1.75 billion, that's enough gobbles, <laughs> on this. And that is an astronomical, like, Dr. Evil amount of money that's just, like, flushed down the toilet. Gone forever. They're ending this run with 70... We could 70, make trillions. They're ending this run with 70,000 paying subscribers. And I saw someone online do the math. They're like, oh, as long as they maintain those 70,000 subscribers for the next 55 years, they'll become profitable. <laughs> oh. I don't know why they're shutting down. It's really just, it's amazing. And do you have that uh, that Anna Kendrick troll song? I do. Cued up there? I do. Because this was just the icing on the cake. Quibi CEO Jeffrey Katzenberg told his employees, who are all losing their jobs, to listen to this song that you're hearing now. Anna Kendrick singing on the Trolls soundtrack to make them feel better after he announced that Quibi was shutting Seems down. Seems reasonable enough. Yeah. <laughs> let's give it a second. Let's let let's let Anna do it. Yeah. Imagine you're you just found out you're losing your job and this song starts playing with Anna Kendrick's like unprofessional treacly vocals. You're just like, like a drum machine. Yeah. And he said, this song will buoy your spirits. I don't know about you, but my spirits feel pretty buoyed in this moment. My spirits feel baba buoyed. I don't know about you. <laughs> both? Both my bathroom. Baba just, buoy. Just unbelievable. So yeah, the Quibi is done as of December 1st. So if you want to get these turkeys in, download it quick, get it in. Because after that, who knows if any of the stuff will be available anywhere. Who knows what a if... bad cut this is. Yeah, it's awful. <clears throat> I can't imagine that buoyed anyone's anything. Mm-mm. Both? Poke kids. Baba buoy. But yeah, Quibi, rest in peace, 2020 to 2020. Hell of a lifespan. Well, the church store called. They're running out of you. Did it's... you hear John Voight the other day? <laughs> He made a fun statement I'd love to play a second of about Donald Trump. Oh. 
Sounds like something that he would do. <laughs> Trump must win. He's real. He will bring back the people's trust. Trump must win. He's real. Oh yeah. The American people. It's the biggest cover up ever. Cover up from Biden what? Biden is an extension of the policies of Obama that weakened America, and we cannot let that happen again. I can't believe Ray Donovan got canceled. And have lied to the American people. They have stripped down her mighty powers for their oh. own ego of power to rule the nation's economy. He looks a thousand years old in this video. And it's just him right. in a room with an American flag behind him. So just look up John Boyd's Twitter and go to the video with the most views with the caption, evil. I think he got a hot Trump retweet on this video. How you doing? I don't want his life. Yeah, I... Uh, you went on that Varsity Blues bit? I laughed. That was void centered. <laughs> you didn't, though. <laughs> I laughed. I mean, no, we, no, I did. We have the audio to back up no, that you didn't. No, no, they didn't. But I mean, speaking of gross misallocations of funds, did you see Jared Leto's going to reprise his role as the Joker for Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is doing reshoots right now? Can't wait. With other, like, Ben Affleck's back doing Batman reshoots. They wrangled the guy who played Cyborg because he was probably... I don't even remember who bit. that was. I think it was, like, Ray Winstone. Ray something. He's... Romano? Like, <laughs> hey, I'm in the middle of uh, a filming Paddington 2, but <laughs> I guess I can make time for this. I'm a robot or something. And, like, Amber Heard there... Yo, Amber! I've heard they're reportedly already going over budget with these reshoots. You don't say. Like, Will there be a Snyder Cut? This, Yeah, this is what they're doing. This is the Snyder Cut of Justice League that they're filming right now. For a movie that came out three years ago, bombed, it, and everybody hated. Is it a, they're going is it, over budget with the reshoots of that So it's right not a now. sequel, it's a complete remake? Well, no, the... It's weird because like he shot half of the movie and then Joss Whedon had to come in and like finish it. So it's it really was like a half and half movie. So he's taking all the footage he shot back then, doing reshoots and cobbling together something resembling great a movie for HBO Max. Is it like, not going to be in theaters? Probably not. Awesome. I don't think so. I think, yeah, it's like an HBO Max thing. They're trying to, like, Great. like lure people in. I already am a subscriber because I'm an idiot, but I don't know who else is going to join because of fucking Snyder cuts. And they said Joe Manganiello will reprise his role as Deathstroke in this. I don't remember him being in the first one. Yeah, he must have just completely been on the cutting room floor. They, yeah. got, a, they got a picture of him in, like, a suit with an eye patch, having a goo. Great. I think he's kind of an awful actor, Joe Manganiello. I can't think of anything I enjoyed him in. Yeah. He gets lumped in with me with, um, now I'm forgetting his name. He, he's sort of, there's like a category of like tall, dark guys, tall, dark haired guys that are like kind of burly with a beard and like rugged looking and they're all just the same. Yeah. He's not I, a good actor, but. I'd yeah. honestly go like, it's Javier Bardem. Oh. The guy who is Aquaman. Momoa. Jason Momoa. I'm a Momoa guy. He's the coolest this. of this of this genre. I am about. a um who's the guy with three names? He was on Magic City on Stars. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. He's cool. J D N or M. <laughs> J D M. Oh, yeah. 
there's just like a category of dark haired burly men yeah you know maybe Where it's we like, could get them all in their underwear together <laughs> yeah it's like they can stand there and like be handsome and then sure. someone like Joe Manganiello when he has to act too much it's like oh you can't really act you can just like stand there what and was like, he in like Den of Thieves I think he was in that he pops up in a lot as like the fifth lead and it's just like oh yeah no, that was Gerard Butler in Den of Thieves or True. maybe they're both in it I don't even know yeah probably in uh, Backstreet Boys news. <laughs> are we in a- the Backstreet Boys corner? We are. Uh, <laughs> AJ McLean, who is one of the one of the singers in The Boys, he opens up in some interview that he just did about how this is so loud. Yeah. The first time he did cocaine was on the shoot for The Call, which is this song, and then he went down a rabbit hole of having a major cocaine problem to the point where it almost ruined his career. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, that's pretty cool. Is he the one with, like, the shitty, wispy goatee? He's the wispiest one of them all, yes. He's on this season of Dancing with the Stars. That's cool. Is he wispy still, or did he shave? I think he's still wisped. I don't know if he got kicked off yet, but he was... I saw the first episode for the shots a couple months ago, and he was definitely on the scene. And was, like, wearing a top hat. Mm. It's all coming back to me. He's very upsetting. Good for him. Did he have a cane and a coat with tails? Yes. He's uh, he's gonna be the Joker. What a stupid song that is. That's the call by the Backstreet Boys. Also, Jeff Bridges has cancer. Cancer. Lymphoma, specifically, probably from being a smoker. Yeah, that was a. Is that what that is? Probably. That sounds right. Just assume, right? Hey, man. All right. What's your favorite Jeff Bridges movie? Mine is. Um, if I said anything other than Lebowski, I would just be lying. I was trying to think of a funnier one. Yeah. But like he is in Hell or High Water and The Big Lebowski are two of my favorite movies ever. I don't mind him in Tron Legacy. Oh, I actually never saw that. Biodigital jazz, man. He's so like him in that movie. Per- he's uh, yeah, he's kind of become like a cartoon of himself. He basically like is the dude these days. Even in his announcement that he had cancer, he like started it with a dude quote. I can't Which remember isn't what really it was. necessary. Yeah, he was like, like the dude, like I'm gonna <laughs> like I'm gonna bulk abide. of the series my way through this or something like, that. <laughs> like I will abide or something. It's like okay. I don't have any Lebowski but drops. We uh wish him the best. Hopefully we do. speedy recovery, the whole He's gonna deal. Be okay. Did you see that they announced they're making Don't Breathe Two? Ooh. A little laugh break for that. I, I enjoyed the first one, so yeah, I'll that, see it. That, uh, I guess it'll come out next summer. This was the movie, if people didn't see it, it's like a, I did. one of those movies, people go into this house to rob it, but then while robbing the house, they discover that the person you know, in the house who you think is innocent is up to something even more sinister and... Oh, then he really... traps them all in the house and, and they can't leave. Yeah, I saw it. That was a summer release as well. And I remember I saw that with like my family on the Cape and everyone was very scared. Yeah. It's a scary movie. Very, very cool movie. Yeah. And it got... I'm uh, going to watch that again. That's a good rewatch. Yeah, it's one you kind of like forget about. Yeah. But it's really good. Do you think they'll do like Don't Hear or Don't Smell the sequel? <laughs> He's in. I got him. <laughs> What are the other senses? Don't uh, don't have a goo. But, I mean, I'm totally down for that. And they also announced Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Villeneuve 
are reuniting for The Sun, an upcoming limited series on HBO. What am I, your son? And uh, Gyllenhaal will star as Sonny Loftus, an escaped convict and opioid addict on the run from the law who can't recall his past. And I fit- enjoy both of them. Yeah, this is a big reunion. They did the movies Enemy and... Uh, ne- neighbors. <laughs> neighbors 2. No, um, fuck. The uh, one with Prisoner. Huge- yes. I just, I literally just watched that. Yes, which are both really Where strong. That hammer hitting the sink. Yes. A nice, I can see them like crushing this. Gyllenhaal like all whacked out and uh, camera calls past. Which can be an annoying genre, but if it's good, I'll, I'll tolerate with someone who's got some amnesia for the work. Agreed. And we got... Would you mind hitting me with that uh, Fast and Furious music, mm. if you could? Because Justin Lin, they've announced... After Fast 9, which is completed but got shelved and will now come out in like six or eight months, who knows if and when. We've got the ninth one. And they announced Justin Lin will come back and direct 10th and 11th films in the Fast and Furious franchise. And that will be the conclusion of the core canon movies. I love the serious words they use to describe this. Funny. Core canon (laughs) series. So, wow, the, the end of an era. I mean, I'm sure they'll still churn out some mediocre spinoffs maybe another Hobbs and Shaw maybe they greenlight my passion project fast and loose once and for all time will tell did uh, Justin Lin direct all of them he didn't direct the second one right no he didn't even direct the first one but he directed that was Spielberg actually bulk of the series but uh, he did the ones that people liked the most he did fast five and six Seven. He didn't do seven. That was the guy who did the Saw movies, James Wan. And I really like seven. Seven's a, a very strong one. And then Such eight, a complicated universe. You navigate it well. I'm impressed. He's in. That's all that's in my brain. It's just useless, fast and furious facts. But yeah, the... Is this the song that brought you to tears? Yes. I'm getting a little misty right now. Just... Just thinking about that montage at the end of the My seven. allergies are bringing me to tears, so we're, we're crying together here at the podcast. But we are fucking pussies. Fucking dead. But speaking of Fast and Furious, also Vin Diesel announced he will be releasing a second song next Friday. <laughs> this song is about to have a friend, and this is building towards the album that I've been wondering where it is. I, I'd like it all at once, but if he's going to dole it out like this, I'll take it however I can I mean, get it. we're going to play it on the podcast probably forever, so... Yeah, get ready for that to be the top story next week. My favorite story this week Ooh. is the Jeffrey Tubin story. Ooh. I gotta hit Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, that My was... Man. This guy... What was his bit? He got caught jerking off on a During Zoom a conference Zoom call. Yeah, for CNN, or he worked for CNN and the New Yorker. So I, I don't know. I think it was the New Yorker that that he jerked off in front of. But I guess he forgot he was on camera. Or he didn't think the camera was on. So he's he he was jerking off in front of a, like a hundred people in a, in a big oh. meeting. <laughs> nice big juicy meeting. I need to know if he finished. If he blew a big load. I love, no one knew who this guy was last week, and now he's become a household name for jerking off in front of everyone he works with. His apology is hilarious, too. 
Yeah, oh, I, sorry. I saw that he's the guy who, like, he has something to do with the OJ trial. He wrote the book that the show was based off of. Yeah, so that's why OJ was coming at him on Twitter. <laughs> hey, Twitter world. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Him trying to make that a thing. Like, okay, you fucking... OJ, ro- you murdered two people. Yeah. Thanks for chiming in, you robotic murderer with your awful Twitter bits. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin apologizes to all of his co-workers, his family. He's very humiliated, and the New Yorker suspended him, which is the funniest part. That seems suspension-worthy. Yeah. It's like, we can't just... How about we don't bring him back? How's that? Yeah. Enough. So fucked up. Enemy of the show, Kim Kardashian, turned 40 this week. Hi! And I guess in, instead of a cake, she just got 40 injections into her ass. Oh. <laughs> of uh, ass stuff. Did she make like a TikTok video of that happening? She that did, yeah. Fun. And then accidentally had diarrhea all over the iPhone and got into the video with her. Oh, it was pretty messy. And then Kanye like did something religious and boring and Correct. everything he evened out. Praying and then the video ended. Yes. And I have one more Fast and Furious item. Just this caught my eye when I was in the store the other day. A new movie starring DMX and an actor who goes by the name Fresh. The, sure. The S in Fresh is a dollar sign. Cool. Do you mind reading me the title of this film? Fast and Fierce Death Race. Mm. We got a a very blatant attack on the Fast and Furious franchise, and a future featured review for this. This it just came out. They're selling it at Walmart for seven ninety six. Did you buy it for song. us? I didn't. Aww. Although it does have an icy out, I probably should buy this. But yeah, we got that. A lot of Fast and Furious future franchise. I ran out of F-words. Did you see that Die Hard Batteries commercial? That was like a Die Hard like, resurgence with Bruce Willis doing like probably his best acting in years, frankly. <clears throat> that a boy? But they did a commercial for Die Hard Batteries, then, and they were like, Die Hard the movie, and they did a whole thing of it. It reminded me of that Home Alone commercial they did last Christmas where it was Macaulay Culkin grown up, like, doing all the bits. That was good, yeah. That's, like, how we get sequels now. Like, they make content that's a commercial, but they throw in all this stuff. Like, the Die Hard commercial has the kid who drives the limo in the first Die Hard, and he's, like, driving Bruce Willis around. Like, it had some funny moments, but it's just like, this is a commercial. Like, this sucks. It's like, okay. Yeah. It like bums me out. The, uh... they, what they do is they just try to repurpose everything in lieu of new ideas. And we're supposed to just act like it's no big deal. And it, it I don't know. It's I'm, I'm getting a little tired of it. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's yeah. like, this sucks, but it's probably better than that fifth Die Hard movie, A Good Day to Die Hard. It's like, this is just a oh, bummer. question. On so many levels. And they said John M. Chu is going to direct Lucasfilm's Willow series for Disney Plus with Warwick Davis and Ron Howard returning. I've never even seen Willow. Are you familiar with Willow? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. It's one of those movies. It's like in the category with the Goonies that like everybody talks about, like Princess Bride and yeah, those like weird cult movies that people pretend they like more than they really do. It's yeah. one of those. Mm. It's actually bad and weird. Hmm. It's like the never-ending story, but not as interesting and not as good. 
Yeah, like some of those early 80s, uh, 80s fantasy movies, like they didn't have enough effects to make a cool movie. And so they're just like boring, weird, yes. fairy tale type stuff. I'm thinking of that movie with Tom Cruise, Legend. I've never seen that one. That's a movie that looks like it would be so cool, but it's not. It's it just, just stinks, huh? Yeah. Did you see that Phil Collins' ex-wife has allegedly taken over his mansion with armed guards? Is he not allowed in? Yeah, like, I guess they have a tumultuous, like, they were married for years and had kids, then got divorced, and then got remarried and were okay for a while, but now things have gotten crazy again, and she's, like, shacked up in his mansion with her new lover, being like... Like, we're not leaving, and, like, there's a whole battle going on. I should have saved the article, because it's like a... I wish you'd given me a heads up. I would have added a Phil Collins song. Yeah. Or see if you can find uh, something real quick. Because that was just... That was kind of wild. What is even a hot Phil Collins song? I can't think There's of a one. bunch. Um, the funnier ones are probably this one. Against all odds, take a look at me now. Ooh, yes. We can do a little more news with this as a bed. Yeah. What else do we have here? Robert Wagner from the Austin Powers series and other movies is on Cameo for $300. Ooh. And... For $300. We could make trillions. Yeah. And if, if, to be honest with you, he was uh, embroiled in that whole Natalie Wood controversy, allegedly murdering mm. her and throwing her in the ocean. Mm. And if I'm going to pay $300 for a cameo, I'm going to ask him to tell me what really happened with Natalie Wood yeah. as his cameo. <laughs> that, Just confess to me. I'll give him $350 if he gives me more details than I need. That's what finally takes him down for that, is admitting to it in a cameo to you. Him like, well, you know, the beef requested it, and he gave me an extra 50, so I guess I'm going to have to admit this murder from 43 years ago. Green light. What do we got here? Some more details about Space Jam 2 have emerged. I know you're excited about this film. They've said this movie will reportedly have LeBron James and his son get trapped in a Warner Brothers multiverse that includes Pennywise and the Joker. So they're just gonna like, WB's just gonna throw like all their IP into this. I just did such an eye roll that it gave me a headache. (laughs) How about this? Keep LeBron James out of movies. Yeah. Get him off the TV. He sucks. I still- LeBron, LeBron James, I'm tired of hearing about him. Hmm. Tired of like him trying to make his sneakers a thing. Michael Jordan is a better athlete, and I like and a more likable person. Is it in you? I don't know. I'm out. I'll, LeBron can fuck himself. I'll never get over the fact that they were just like, oh, let's just do Space Jam again. Let's just oh, a basketball player with cartoon characters. This is a a grand slam. Who doesn't need this? I will probably not watch it. Yeah, I don't need anything about it. And Jamie Foxx will executive produce and star in Day Shift, a new Netflix Ridge. Cool groove, a club experience. <laughs> He's doing a lot of Netflix originals. He seems to have, uh, <laughs> to have signed some sort of deal over there. And uh, in this, he will play a hardworking dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old. But his mundane pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, 
Hunting and killing vampires. Pyre. Wow. Maybe like a blade crossover? It'd be kind of fun. Hmm, I'm back in. He's in. Blast you right out the sky. <laughs> and uh, some personal news, if you'll indulge me for a moment. I was on a film set the other day. Oh. Acting in a film. Scotty Silverscreen. What's the uh, what's the movie about? Give us, we'll plug it. Well, friend of the show, Dan, informed me that uh, his friends who were making a movie around here needed some extras. And I was like, I can stand around and, you know, have a goo one on Were you set. mugging for the camera? I did a little mugging. A little Scotty scene stealing. But the star of this movie is Stav. Stavros Halkius. Oh, the... Stavi baby? Yeah. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. So, and he's on Cometown, which is a very ridiculous and strong podcast. Yeah, he opened for Bob Kelly a bunch. He's very funny. Yeah. He, like, is Bob Kelly, but younger. He, you like, know what, dude? They, they look like the same person. But yeah, it was acting and a scene alongside him. It was it was when, cool. When are we getting Stavros on the podcast? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Get that fat fuck in here. Oh, yeah, that's the next step. Oh yeah. But yeah, like he's he, all, he's very very funny. Yeah, he plays. He, does like he still a, do those nudes on Instagram? He posts nude photos of himself. I think so. That's a great bit. Yeah. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> it's too late now. He's very bo- body positive. I like that. But yeah, he plays like the leader of a cult. It's like a weird horror movie that has to do with lizards or something. I was one of the cult members. I'm wearing like a hard hat and an outfit, being all wacky. Do you have any lines? I... Not really. Although there's there was a party scene where they had to film him like walking through the party. And so me and Dan were like having a conversation on the sidelines. Some of that might have got picked up. I don't know. How things work. It was very exciting just like being on a movie set and like someone, yeah, cool. someone directing me. I was like, this is exciting. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, we need, we need you doing more of that stuff. If you hit it big, then I'm going to just ride your coattails and get the podcast everywhere. In, and yeah, it was, you know, I met some, uh, interesting, fun, funny people. It was, uh, it was like great, that. like cutting it up we, with some people. When can we see the movie? Do you think it'll be a while? I think it'll be a while, although I think they were like almost done with it. This was them like filling in the blanks mm-hmm. of some stuff. The movie is called Salesman, and I guess they're going to submit it to like South by Southwest whenever that becomes a thing again. I think they're doing it digitally again, probably would be my guess. Ooh. If not in person, they won't just because which would it'll be all on Amazon. Remember that? Yeah, that was kind of nice. But yeah, it was fun. And uh, I'm hearing Oscar buzz. For you. For me. Right, just you. (laughs) Best sidecar. Best background work. I love that. Good for you, though. That's fun. Yeah. Thanks again to a friend of the show, Dan, who's been on the show. We'll be again for uh, the opportunity. It was dope. Do we have any more news? That's it for me. Maybe we take it down to the shot corner? Oh, I got some shots. Oh, yeah. I got a big shot this week. I shot The Bachelorette, sorry to say. Uh, it's okay. I, I had a feeling you might. I tried to... I tried. It popped up on Hulu. I was like, fuck. But I just... They got a real pack of duds this year. I They're dudsier than... This is the worst dud, dud-filled dud cast Yeah, like ever. Like, not even, like, for bit's sake, could I suffer through an episode nope. to, like, make fun of these dopes. No, I get it. I mean, I was... I was kind of bored. I did have a thought watching it, though. 
There should be a spinoff of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette called Bachelor Party or Bachelorette Party. That's like a fun version of the show. Maybe with like a, an American Gladiators type element to get the party going or something. It's like Bachelor in Paradise, but more fun. Yeah. Sure. Just like title wise. I was like, I can't believe they don't have that. It seems like a no brainer. Bachelor Party. I'm but I shut that. <clears throat> I shut Scare Me on Shudder, which I think you shut last week. Yep. Which is a movie that I admired for how creative it was. It's a movie, two people stuck yeah, in a cabin together. And they're... It's like an anthology horror movie, but instead of cutting away, it's just it's them like acting out different scenarios. Where for, for like 10 minutes, I was like, oh, this is clever and creative, but... The movie just kept going and going. I felt like it was seven hours long, and I turned it off. I also turned off the new Chelsea Handler stand-up special on HBO Max, Chelsea Handler Evolution. And if you like listening to someone yell about how much Trump sucks, then I recommend you check this out. You don't really have to try that hard to find somebody that doesn't like Trump. It's yeah. that, that, that type of feeling is everywhere. Yeah. Otherwise, there's really nothing here for you. And I don't even mind her. I think she can be funny. Like, she is funny, yeah. She's another person that I like her when she's like on Howard or on someone else's show, just like right. cutting it up. But uh, yeah, she referred to her vagina as her Pikachu. And I was like, I'm turning this off. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's on HBO Max. And... I also shut Hocus Pocus. Are you Thank familiar God. with this yes, movie? I'm, it's one of those movies that people act shocked if you don't like it. That's another one in that category with the Goonies. That people are it's, it's it's Halloween, I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like recently, in the past couple of years, they try to sneak it in as like, oh, this is like the Halloween movie. So I figured, oh, I'll finally think, watch this. I didn't I like it at people all. people here like it more because it was filmed in, in Salem. Mm. Or at least parts. That makes sense. I think some of it was filmed like in Gloucester or something. I don't know. Kids. A lot of North Shore. Nothing about Gloucester. <laughs> Nothing about new guys. But yeah, it was very like campy and wacky. It's fucking... Buttery. Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler. Like they all have annoying voices and are really chewing the scenery. But it was... I hated it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. I never will watch that. And I gave it like a real chance. I watched like more than half of it, waiting for it to heat up, being like, everyone loves this. What's the deal? Hated it. I feel like I'm hogging things. Would you shut? No, I, I like hearing all of yours and then Rory, and I think that's fun. He's in. I shut off a movie called Appleseed on Showtime about an old man hitchhiking. It was Ooh. as boring and uneventful <laughs> as it sounds. Appleseed. <laughs> I shut off a movie called The Take with Idris Elba. Ooh couldn't tell you what it's about but he sucks <laughs> yeah i think i've seen that when rifling through services before i shut off reanimator which is like one of those classic type 80s horror movies i didn't hate 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 it but it just was so 80s i was like i can't do this right now yeah that's the one it's like in a morgue and he's yeah yeah like raising some from the dead using like Ooh. nickelodeon slime right it's, yeah i don't think i've ever seen it i shut off a movie called hellstrom Ooh, I shut that too. That, that that's actually a TV show on uh, on Hulu. Oh, it's a show. Okay, well, whatever it was, I it popped itself on and I, it's out. I shut that too. That that hooked me for like an episode and a half, 
it's a, a stupid show about like these spooky, mysterious brother and sister who like have powers, and their mother's like in an insane asylum, and their dad's a demon. Like it's very dumb. And <sighs> yeah, I didn't get that far into it at all. But it had a cool look to it. It looked like a, a Guillermo del Toro movie. And for an episode or so, I was like, I could get into this. And then I snapped out of it and was like, what the fuck am I doing? I also shut off a movie called Fear City. Fear City. Which I think was on Shudder. And it didn't It didn't make it. I couldn't do it. No, but back to Hellstrom for one oh, second. Sure. It made me think they have an exorcism in the first episode of that show. I want to put exorcisms in the open. No more exorcisms. Yeah, like the exorcist did it. No one's going to do it better. It's over. Yeah, like they've been done to death, pun intended. And it's just like... It's every time I see it, they don't add anything to it. It's just like, oh, it's the scene from The Exorcist with like a tweak. Tired of it. And what else you said? That's it for me. Ooh. Maybe uh, we'll we take a, a break and we'll watch. Say, let's take a quick break. Big week this week. We Very got the nice. new Borat movie, Borat 2, and uh, the new Sofia Coppola movie, On the Rocks, is Ooh. it? Yeah, we should say that for next week. Next week? Okay. Give the people some time to watch it. Yeah, that just premiered on Apple+. Plus. That's like a huge movie that would have gone to theaters. On the Rocks, right. Sofia Coppola, Bill Murray, what's-her-face? Maya Rudolph, or whatever the <laughs> fuck her name is. Yeah, I like her, too, and I can't think of her. Oh, either. Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones, there it is. Quincy Jones' daughter. We'll be right back, though. We'll be right back. This is friend of the show, S. Patty P. And when I'm not getting COVID tests, I'm listening to Enough the Podcast. Wow. Some beautiful words from one of our greatest turkey heads. Thank you, uh, Sean, for that shout out and wise message for everyone to flatten the curve and be safe. Yes. Wow, wow, we were. Because it's a hoax. Ooh. Our reservation is that we live in a free country. There was a lot of that stuff in uh, the very topical film we just watched. Mm. Borat subsequent movie film, I think is the title. I'm going to call it Borat 2. Yeah, that's easier. And you know what? I'm going to say that it was too topical. How about that? It was. Watching it, it was. it's so like in this moment, it's going to age very poorly. Mm. And uh, Sasha Baron cohen is very political like the first borat was political but this one's just like trump's all over like every other scene it uh yeah it's gonna age oddly yeah i i think that it w- it had its moments we had laughs not as quotable or as fun as the first one yeah Little weird i would agree with that there's but nobody knows walls better than me believe me there's some like wah wah we was. He says my wife. Like all the classics are there, but you're right. Not a lot of like new, no, no like, new home runs. I was hoping there'd be new lines. Like it's not a rewatchable. Mm. Borat was. Yeah, this uh, the new bit in this one is Borat has a daughter and brings his daughter over to America so she can marry Mike Pence. And there's a lot of wacky. <laughs> fun scene like that scene where they're dancing at the that like father daughter thing and then right and the thing happens yeah there's you know i I didn't like it that much 
I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, you didn't seem to be loving it. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really laughing that hard. It had some inspired sections, but yeah, I wasn't like bowled over. Although it did have some laughs. It was nice to nice to see a comedy in this day and age. Comedies are like an endangered species these days. Most people are too afraid to go for it, and he's not, which I appreciated. But it wasn't there. I found myself trying to laugh Ooh. like trying to get into it more than I needed to so I'm going to go ahead and give this one bag of popcorn out of two wow that, what, what um, would you say <laughs> one out of two bags of popcorn so like <laughs> unspecific <laughs> like oh is, um, it, is that a lot or <laughs> I'd give it like a six or a seven like I enjoyed it it's mm. just I don't know It's definitely not as good as the first, but what comedy is, and like the redneck virus guys stuff was good, some Giuliani stuff. Like the point you made about how he always finds like good sidecars, just, Mm. and as we discussed, maybe he's auditioning a bunch, but the guys that he picked for this one, for a few of the scenes were very funny. Yeah, like the, it's a fun person for Borat to bounce off of. He's like a weird redneck guy, but oddly Mm. endearing and charming. And I will say, I'm impressed by Sasha Baron Cohen's ability to stay in character and be funny while real people are getting actually mad at him. Yeah, that always amazes me. Yeah, like he's doing so much, like in such a real moment. Like, I don't know, it's, it's impressive. And yeah, it's. It wasn't amazing, but it had some good jokes. I laughed like, I don't know, ten times. Like, yeah, it had its moments. Yeah. I think maybe he should do a new Borat every 15 years. Just check in every now and then. Him doing Borat movies in his 80s? Yeah. That'd be funny. And I watched the first one in preparation for this sequel. That one's aged, as you said, like very, very well. Yeah. I was still like having a hoot with all the stuff. That line, I buy clock radio, he cannot afford, great success. <laughs> it's like the greatest thing I like that anything. fat sidecar from the first one, too. Yeah, they and mention him like, in this one. I was waiting for him to pop up. I didn't like that he wasn't in this one. Like, what's that guy doing that they didn't want to bring him back? I bet Did, he's dead. You think he's dead in real life? That's my guess, is that man passed. Because otherwise, yeah, they should have snuck him in. He's a scene stealer. <clears throat> but yeah, most comedies age very poorly. That first Borat's strong. We'll see how the new one ages. I googled is the fat guy from Borat dead, and numerous <laughs> pictures of Chris Farley popped up. Mm. I wish. Interesting. Yes. But yeah, the Borat just him interacting with real people. It's it's like evergreen. It's like jackass stuff. Where it's like oh, this will just this plays. Yes. So what? how many bags of popcorn are you going to give it? No specific amount. As many or as little as you want. I'm going to do six out of ten. That's Maybe pretty seven. high. Hmm. If, if The Departed is a ten. Kid, which it is. This is a seven. This is only three bags of popcorn away. Yeah. All right. So overall, pretty good from the, from the boys. The boys... What else did we watch? I didn't watch much else. I watched The Debate, which was dudsy. I don't want to talk about it. I watched The Bachelorette, as you did. I might as well have shut it. Hmm. Um, What else? You watched The Shadow. I did. Which is a friend, Alec Baldwin, friend of the show, and a classic. 
Yeah, this is one of those movies in the early 90s before they started making like Marvel superhero movies. They'd make movies like this and The Phantom <laughs> that are based on like 1930s radio serials that are about weird side, like masked sidecars and they're going for like an Indiana Jones type vibe. I put this on for a laugh because friend of the show Cod always talks about the shadow and dressed up as him once for Halloween. Yeah, he's he's really into this movie. Yeah, and I was really having fun watching this movie. I gotta admit, it starts the opening scene. Alec Baldwin has long hair and like really long fingernails, and he's fighting a flying knife that has like ninety CGI and a face on it. And I was just like, all right, okay, okay. Second prize, a set of steak knives. It's like that the good kind of bad. Mm. And like... Fun bad, yeah. Like him and the bad guy, there's a scene where they're shooting at each other and their bullets keep like crashing into each other. Like they're both such good shots that they continue... <laughs> it's just... It's ludicrous. And uh, Tim Curry's in it. He's a fun sidecar villain. Just like campy, over-the-top fun. I enjoyed watching it. Tim Curry is... Uh really rolling down the oh god damn it Ooh, <sighs> baby to, that's a bit good i was up. trying to make fun of him for being handicapped and now i sound handicapped god Strong. damn it baby i've been eating them but yeah that's the shadow it's now on amazon prime if you're in the mood for like a very cheeseball 90s kind of movie and speaking of cheeseball garbaggio i watched the new movie the witches which is a HBO Max exclusive. Oh, yes. Okay. The new movie from Robert Zemeckis. No good. Who's made like a bunch of legitimate classics. He did like Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Castaway, Flight, which I know you're a big fan of. Flight is probably my favorite Zemeckis movie. And he then he made like a bunch, all those weird um, CGI, like... Like the Polar Express and oh. Beowulf, all those like I can't think of the Was word. It rotoscoping, for, not that, but like he used real people and turned it into animation, and he was the first person to do it. So they all look kind of weird and awful. But he made a bunch of those movies for like a decade. Then he made Welcome to Marwin, which is like, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> just an all timer hot turkey. And now he made this movie, which is just like another insane. This movie's based on a Roald Dahl book, which is, like, it's a 20-page, like, book for kids. And they hired Robert Zemeckis, like, a classy filmmaker, to make this movie. It's such a an odd pairing of uh, source material and director. It's, like, the opposite of the fantastic Mr. Fox, mm. which is charming. This movie's just, like, it's Fantastic insane. Mr. Fox is probably one of the better-done animated movies. Yeah. For adults in the in recent years, at least. I love everything about that movie. It's a home run. But yeah, this movie, The Witches, you got Anne Hathaway. She'll get another Oscar for this movie, I'm sure. She leads a pack of witches who are hunting Octavia Spencer and her son. And her son gets turned into a mouse. So they're like hunting Anne Hathaway and the witches down to get the potion. So they can reverse him being a mouse. And then a bunch of fucking... Like the movie's overflowing with nonsense. And I think the most fucked up thing about it is the fact that Chris Rock narrates it for seemingly no reason. And... Whew, 
It's one of those movies like Cats, where I didn't want to keep watching, but I also needed to. Just you, one of those. You finished Cats? I thought you, sh- yeah. you. I didn't realize you made it through. I respect that. Well, I walked out in the theater, but I finished it recently <laughs> when it came to HBO <laughs> to just see that big finish. <laughs> That's almost funnier that way. And I gotta say, the final scene of Cats might be the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in a movie. It's all of them singing this big number that. It's a song called Cats Aren't Dogs. And it's the end of the movie is Judy Dench oh. literally staring into the camera, looking like a cat, being like, a cat is not a dog. It's just... Holy cannoli! It's like truly mind-bending stuff. But yes, this movie, The Witches... I mean, if you want to see how fucked up the ending is, I put a video of it on my Twitter. Twitter! You can. I won't spoil it here, but if you want the the inside track, you can find it there. And also, this movie was written by Robert Zemeckis' Kenya Barris. Love of, Kenya Barris. Of Black AF fame and Guillermo del Toro, which is just odd. They definitely didn't write this together. They all no. pr- probably were going to make their own version at one point, and then this is what we ended up with. But yeah, it's The Witches, now on HBO Max. It uh, sucks, but it's also kind of a must-see. And uh, I also, I got a couple other quickies here. I watched Totally Under Control. This is a new documentary on Hulu. If you're not tired of Trump stuff and you want a reminder of how badly he bungled this, you can watch this documentary and learn all about it. It was a really... A really clear detailing of just they go through like the whole timeline of Corona and how he fucked everything Terrific. up. Terrific. It was fantastic, frankly. <laughs> Even though it's all uh, lies. That's on Hulu. It's worth a watch. And American Utopia, which is also on HBO Max, a new concert movie. Are you familiar with the Talking Heads? Yeah, uh, they did another one of these. Yeah. Um, Stop Making Sense. Yep. It's a David Byrne yep. specific. And it was directed by... Jonathan Demme. Bang. That's like the most famous concert movie. Yeah. A lot of people say it's like the best one ever made. And that made. was right before he made Silence of the Lambs. That sounds right. Right? Definitely like back in the day. I'm not sure. Who is Ted exactly. Demme? His brother who directed lesser stuff like the movie Blow... Yes. Are they yeah. both dead or just Jonathan? They're both dead. Okay, cool. Now I'm, I'm back in. He's back. But yeah, this is his new concert movie. This one, American Utopia, was directed by Spike Lee. So it was a Spike Lee joint, which is always fun. And I'm not too familiar with the talking hits. I know like they're big hits, but I was watching this and I was like, this guy's got like cuts coming out of his ears yeah they have some good ones yeah i like them um their fate my favorite talking head song is he is the one that like what is it like every day goes by days go by yeah it's called Mm. that's a great one they use that in like every trailer that's a fun song maybe that's not what it's called somebody who's an actual talking heads fan is probably like This is this is my actual favorite one. Hit me. This is called Road to Nowhere from the 2003 remaster from the best of the Talking Heads. This is the Talking Heads here, folks. It's a little song that I enjoy. Scott enjoys it. We're talking about the Talking Heads, so we would love for you to tune in here at Kiss 108. <laughs> I'm Ryan Aikner. 
This is the Talking Heads. This is a really long post. I'm going to really, really try to hit it. I'm going to... It's through the weather. This weekend here in Boston, we got oh, 63 and sunny all day tomorrow. A little bit of clouds in the afternoon, but fuck! <laughs> nice weather we are controlling. And uh, enjoy the Talking Heads. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, like this one, I don't even think I know this song. And I don't think this was in the show. It's awesome. He's got that many cuts that... Uh, but yeah, Ameri- they did solo stuff too. Yeah. But uh, American Utopia, good music, creative stage show, well shot by our boy Spike Lee. I mean, cuts. What more do you need? I enjoyed it much. I think it's only on HBO Max. American Utopia. Speaking of which, I got back into Utopia myself. Ooh. Lucy and I, we went back through a few episodes. I know. Yeah, that, um, I think I'm on like episode five or six with that. I can't, I kind of fell out of love with it, but I'm going to finish it at some point just because. That guy with his eye? Yes. That was icy. I knew you'd love the violence on that show. Yeah, I need more. Yeah. That show gets nuts with, uh, some of that stuff. They killed off that main bad guy earlier than I thought they would. I thought he was going to be like the whole show. That really surprised me. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But you also, I saw you were watching some classics the other day. What was I watching? You were, I think you were watching Rain Man? I was. I watched, oh yeah, good point. I watched Rain Man. On Saturday I had a big solo day. So I watched Rain Man, Wayne's World 2. <laughs> Love that. And, what the fuck? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Classic. And No Country for Old Men. Wow. And Higher Learning. Wow. So I had a five. It was, it was, went from, I started No Country, I think, late Friday night. Or no, I started One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest after we did the show. Mm-hmm. Finished it Saturday morning and then kind of rolled through. And then I did the same thing and I finished uh, Higher Learning in the morning on Sunday. Yeah. It's like different rewatching stuff, especially mm. stuff you've seen a bunch. It's just. I prefer rewatching a good movie to rolling the dice with a turkey, yeah. personally. And I but, think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I think you were getting that yep, in too. I watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang as well, which is a Robert Downey Jr., Shane Black, Val Kilmer movie. And it made me realize that there are not enough movies like that. Like mm. actually clever, not laugh out loud funny, but just like haha, kind of cute buddy comedies that yeah. are not overly stylized for no reason. Yep. That's one of those movies I feel like was made just for me. It's like that yeah. strong and specific. and I, <clears throat> No, I get it. I love everything about it. We saw that in the theaters. We did? And I remember that. Remember? Remember? And I don't know. It's aged really well. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. wasted a lot of his career doing the fucking Iron Man movies. I'll say that much. Yeah. And I know we've talked about it before, but... If watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, if you like that, also watch The Nice Guys, which is also Shane Black. It's the same tone. If you don't like those movies, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Fun fact about The Nice Guys, actually, Russell Crowe on Howard Stern said it's the only movie he's ever made that he'd be willing to do a sequel for. Yeah. It's with Ryan Gosling, same director, as Mm. you just said. And... I loved hearing that. I was I like, like, yes. Because it would be a good sequel, and he's right. Like, what's he going to do? Gladiator 2, American Gangster 2, <laughs> A Beautiful Mind 2? Those are, I'd start laughing if any of those came out. That reminds me, I think they are doing Gladiator 2. Not with him, but like they're continuing that story. With Ridley? 
Yes. Uh, but be. maybe that's just one of those things. Ridley has a lot going on. I don't think it's the time for that. Yeah. If I were his talent agency, I would probably try to dissuade him from doing that. Like, could you not? I just could you? We don't need this. And I got a, a splash of TV, if you want to go down to the TV corner for a hot minute. Because I popped on The Connors Season 3 premiere. Which is a show. Hey, Ted. Yeah, this is like the new version of Roseanne without Roseanne, for people who don't remember. The show's entering its third season, just like chugging along awkwardly. And the pandemic jokes in this, it was just like 80%, just like John Goodman, like bidding in, like, oh, I can't even get into my own house without having to blah, blah, blah. He's lost so much weight, he looks, like, weird now. Which, it's good for him, he lost, like, a bunch of weight, but I don't know. He just looks like... I'd rather him be funny and dead. <laughs> like Chris Farley, or <laughs> Ralphie May, or John Panette, or Patrice O'Neal, mm. or etc., etc. Yeah, that's the move. Funny and dead, babe. Way to go. But yeah, it's not a bad show. It's just such, like, an old-school sitcom. Like, set up, punchline... Laugh track? Laugh track roars, repeat, etc. And one thing that caught my eye, the woman who played Peg Bundy is now like John Goodman's lady friend on this show. which Which essentially makes her the new Roseanne. I was just like, this is fucked up. Peg Bundy's the new Roseanne? Like, this is just like nonsense TV soup. It's fucking, it's madness. But I guess people watch the Connors out there. I don't know. Have you ever seen it? No. And or were you a Roseanne guy? I I am still a Roseanne guy, wow. despite her racism. I am in. Dope. What is fucking Peg Bundy? Katie Seagal. Seagal. Is, yes. Isn't she married to the guy from Sons of Anarchy or the creator of Sons of Anarchy? Kurt Sutter, correct. I feel like Kurt Sutter should wedge Goodman in as like a, a side. <laughs> Pop him on Mayans. Him like... <laughs> Fighting Ed O'Neill or Ed O'Neill, what, what what's his face? Um, Hellboy, Perlman, Ron there Perlman. It is. Ron Perlman and uh, I don't know, whatever. It's a stupid bit. I'm done. <laughs> He's in. Yeah, I don't know. I never really watched Roseanne. I always found I don't think I was allowed to watch Roseanne when I was a kid. I think it was like too crass. I think I was in a similar boat. I feel like that got banned. Yeah, because Roseanne was just a pig. I remember, I feel like that was like the exact words. Like she's a pig. You can't watch that. And like, it's probably what I would say to my kids. So good call mom. But good. Yeah. I don't know. Roseanne, the whole Roseanne story frustrates me. And I've heard it from the perspective of Whitney Cummings, who was writing on the show. I've heard it a little bit from Roseanne's perspective. And then like all over just from other people who observed it tangentially. It's just like, you had the world by the balls. You brought an old show out of nowhere back, and it was crushing in the ratings. It was like crazy for, crushing. For those of you that don't know, Roseanne sort of went on Twitter and said a bunch of dumb stuff and was basically very outwardly pro-Trump, which just doesn't fly at all, especially in Hollywood. <laughs> and it, they just booted her off the show and completely redid it without her as the Connors. Yeah. That's the weirdest part. I imagine her, like, just flipping around on the TV and happening upon, like, her show that still exists, but she's not on it anymore, 
and everyone else is. It just must be so odd. And everybody on the show just threw her to the wolves. Like, well, you know, she's a racist. It's fine. Let's just do it. Yeah. Because we're, I mean, we're all woke as hell. Right. She, that Goodman would, of all of them, John Goodman probably needed the work the least. Yeah, he's getting. He pops up in like every other thing, which is good. I, I Laurie mean, Metcalf just like, please, <laughs> just don't cancel <laughs> us. I, I had a great run on Horace and Pete, that Louis C.K. <laughs> show that no one on earth saw. Except that also for Scott. got axed. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Gilbert just like begging for that work. Hi. I think she got some sidecar Big Bang Theory work. She's probably fine. Ah, okay. But you're right. But yeah, that's the Connors. I got uh, a couple other things here I want to mention before uh, we watch some Departed. Um, the Meg 2 has been announced. It's huge news. Hank's so excited he can't even make words. He's like... You blow your father with that mug? <laughs> no thanks. But, uh, and I can't believe I didn't mention in our review last week of uh, American Pie Presents Girls Rules. There's a scene in that movie where Danny Trejo dresses up in a turkey costume and dances at the final dance. Mm. It's... You did rewind it several times, which I respected. <laughs> I uh, I couldn't believe my eyes. I mean, turkey team-wise, do I need to explain why it's so powerful? Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, he hears me. So I'm going to watch that again. Everyone should watch that if you didn't see it. Uh, I'm saving the Saw Corner for our Halloween Spectacular next week. Oh, shit. I forgot that basically is Halloween, isn't it? It is. The, what the, the hell are we going to watch? Are we doing... We're going to watch... The, the the Sofia Coppola movie on the rocks on Halloween. Well, we it's can the day maybe before Halloween, but still. Maybe we can watch that. We'll in watch the that interim. on our own, and then we'll find a spooky movie to watch. There we go. Together, he gets it. A couple of scary boys. Yeah, so that'll be that episode drops on Halloween. So that'll be our fun like end of spooky month spectacular, like everyone loves so much. And yeah. You're a crumb creep. Maybe we watch 90 seconds of The Departed? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little up. unorthodox, but <laughs> I'm, an, I'm okay with it. He's in. I'm my timer up here. How else are we going to know it's been 90 seconds? Oh, my God. And yeah, while we have a moment we're, for next week, if you want to watch what we're watching so you can be all cut up and join in on the fun, we're going to watch On the Rocks. The new Sofia Coppola movie with Bill Murray. It's on Bye. Apple TV. Um, that new movie, Synchronic, from the guys who made The Endless. I think we'll probably check that out. I'll watch it. I don't know what it is. I'll add it to my queue. Yeah. This, this is, is a big scene, Sullivan. though. This is big. I'm How you doing? Let me talk to Dickman and confirm it. He's on a leave of absence. He's very upset. He is. We're all very upset. We are. What's it called? Endless? No, the new one's Synchronic. It's from the guys who made The Endless. Remember that cool, weird sci-fi movie we liked? You'll be in on it. It's like weird, time-bendy, indie stuff. Time-bendy loses me a little bit, but I'll give it a whirl. He's in. Oh, there's Baldwin. Glad to hear Matt Damon's face still all fucked up from Dignum. How you doing? About to get punched by Leo. Oops, spoiler alert. Wow. That's a Wahlberg right there in that photo. It's a Wahlberger. Do we have anyone in with Costello presently? Maybe fuck yourself. 
It's like, yeah, according to the end of this movie, like, everyone on this crew was an undercover cop. <laughs> it was like 70% rats. Is that of Timothy Delahunt? Delahunt, muscle, in the marsh. All right, that's uh, that's ninety. Whew. What we else are, you got? Anything pressing? We are getting there. We are. We're, I'm actually really proud of us for. I am too. This is we're cruising up on a hundred episodes here, and I think that's a big achievement. All I know is I'm gonna start crying when we finish the ninety seconds of the departed bit. Well, don't don't get too upset because I'm gonna. <laughs> Spin it right back like a record for the fans. Folks, follow us on Instagram at Enough the Podcast. We're on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. You can follow Ank at Ankner and his business account, Ank underscore Fit. Yes. Send us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. We would love that. And I think that's enough. One more thing, folks. Just remember that um, when you're putting on your prosthesis in the morning, to do it from a seated position in bed. Otherwise, you may topple across the room and destroy the uh, bar cart full of apple martinis that you have set up for you and your wife, who is a beard, because you are a gay man. (laughs) That toppling. Uh, That's enough, folks. Folks, have a goo.